Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Welcome to show number seven. I'm Alex Anderson. Oh, baby should be the title of the show because, oh, baby, I am so excited about my latest C&T book. It's called Alex Anderson's Baby Quilts with Love. Before both my kids were born, we had quilts made for them. The very first quilt was made by my college roommate, Debbie Oberding's mom, and it was made for Joey. And it was just the perfect quilt for a new baby. It had straight line embroidery on it of cats playing in different activities, and it was a real fluffy quilt tied with soft polyester batting. And Joey loved that quilt. It was with him all the time. Having seen that right before Adair was born, my second, I decided to make her a quilt, a baby quilt, and I decided to keep it real simple and wonderful and easy to use. This particular quilt was a rainbow quilt. It just had rows of strips of color. And, oh, she loved that quilt to death. Well, not all the way to death because the quilt's still around to tell its story, but she loved that quilt. As she loved it and used it and played with it and snuggled with it, the quilt started to fall apart. And I mean literally. What happened was one of the edges came of the binding came off and was kind of like a long cattail or something like that. And Adair used that tail as her security blanket. If you went in at night when she was sleeping, and aren't babies so cute when they're asleep? You would see that tail wrapped around her hand, her finger, and often her thumb in her mouth, and the tail stuck in her ear. It was so cute. Then, when she passed that quilt along, she called it her Cece. Oh, no, her Babu. Excuse me, Adair, I'm sorry. I used the word Cece in the book, and she said, Mom, it's Babu. She's very indignant about this, by the way. Anyways, after she graduated from letting go of that quilt, and I will not say at what age so she can have dignity, <laughs> The cat took it over. Uh, Brusette loved that quilt. And often you would find Brusette on my sewing table in the basket with the, with the um, babu and then her on top of it. And she would literally nurse on it. She'd stick her little pointy claws in it and suck on the quilt and just knead her little tony nails in there. You know, I think about it. If that quilt could talk, it certainly certainly has a story to tell. The Actually, the quilt could still be found in my daughter's dresser drawer, and it's amazing it withstood all the abuse and love that it took, but there it is, and that's 22 years later. The quilt is still <laughs> alive and standing. Well, a couple summers ago, my daughter had the opportunity to be a nanny for two adorable little girls in the Livermore area. Uh, their names are Alexis and Sydney, and um, Adair, well, she has nannied for many families. It's gotten her through college, and even now is getting her through uh, being a teacher's aide, so she makes enough money to eat. Um, anyways, back to Sydney and Alexis. She loved these little girls, and 
one time when I was out of town, I called home and Adair was at the sewing machine. I said, what are you doing? And she said, I'm sewing the girls a quilt. It's just not right that they don't have a quilt that they can snuggle under and play with. And my first reaction was, that is really cool. Because while Adair says she's not a quilter, she's made a couple. But, you know, I thought, how neat that she would think and remember how important a quilt is in a child's life. But then horror shot through my brain because right before I had left on that trip, I had unpacked the latest, greatest, top of the line Bernina 200, and that is what was at my sewing table. So I I took a breath and I said, um, Adair, what machine are you working on? And she said, oh, the, the new the new Bernina. And I was just like, oh, in my brain. But I've learned, I've learned in all panic situations, you just go, oh, how nice. Or at least say it in your brain. And she said, but mom, I had to stop. I couldn't finish it because the bobbin ran out and I didn't know how to fix that. So um, I, I just said a little prayer that the machine was okay. And when I got home, the machine was okay. And my friend Cheryl Uribe long-armed them for a dare as a favor. Now, down the road, I was talking to Gail Hillert at Bernina of America. She's the director of education and a friend of mine. And I recalled the story to her. And how horrified I was that Adair was at this machine sewing. And she paused and she said, well, Alex, of course she could do it. These machines are intuitive. Anyone can sew on them. And I thought, what a graceful answer. Anyways, uh, my daughter saw the value of quilts for these young ladies. And I saw the value of quilts for my children when they were young. And I see the value of quilts for all new babies that are being born. There are 12 quilts in the book and they are different levels of um, skill. Well, how much skill you have to have to make them. The book actually was written hoping to lure in young mothers into the world of quilt making so the instructions there are as basic as in my Start Quilting book. But the quilts are fairly simple, some more than others, and they're rated with pacifiers. So if it has one pacifier, it's a super easy quilt. But if it has three um, binkies, you might want to leave that for more skilled hands, like maybe something that a grandma might make that isn't already an established quilter. But one of the things that I'm really so happy about are that a couple of the quilts in the books you can make with the fabric that um, the quilts are reflected in in the book. So many times when, not so many times, I'd say nine times out of ten or almost ten times out of ten, when a book comes out in print, the fabrics are not available, at least if it's with uh, someone who's not self-published, but someone who's gone through a larger publishing house. When I turn in my manuscript and my quilts, it takes almost a year for that book to come out. It's kind of like having a baby, if you want to get right down to it. And so you have, you're on your own when it comes to the fabrics. But in this case, uh, two of the quilts in the books, you can actually copy with the fabric. The first one is Sock Monkey. It's a really cute quilt. And if you can remember a couple of years ago, Moda came out with Sock Monkey fabric that 
oh man, when I saw it, I just grabbed it. I fell in love with it. And in short order, it was no longer available and they saw the wisdom of reissuing that fabric. So if you're into Sock Monkey, you can get the fabric and you can make this quilt. Also, there is a very sophisticated quilt in it that is a black and white toile, and it is a whole cloth quilt with a scalloped border, perfect for learning how to machine quilt. Well, I'm especially fond of this particular quilt because it's out of my romance line with P&B textiles. This particular quilt would be perfect for a more sophisticated nursery, maybe um, someone who is doing something in yellow and white, this then this black and white toile would just be fabulous in it. Now, Beachcomber Baby, I'm not sure who made the fabric. It might have been, um, or designed it. It might have been Amy Butler. And if not, it certainly has her feel to it. I don't think this fabric is available, but there are certainly many, many other fabrics out there that have this look and feel. And in fact, look, at, look for Amy Butler's um, work. I didn't know how people would respond to this quilt because it's quite simple, but my friend Seda Basso, who is a young woman, uh, 22, has two kids, saw the quilt and went nuts over it. So if you're making a quilt for a young mom, check this one out. I think you'll like it. And it was real easy to make. Also, uh, there's a quilt in it that is called Baby Crackers, and I used kind of the 1940 repro fabrics in this. But what I especially like about this particular quilt is that there are negative spaces or neutral areas where people, say you could give it to the young mother at a, at a shower, a baby shower, and all the guests could sign in that blank space. That would be a really cool, fun gift. And in fact, I would sew the whole quilt together and just have them sign it when the quilt's already made. Then there's a quilt made out of minky fabric by Benertex, and this fabric is tactily incredible. It's a little more challenging to work with, but I know, I can guarantee that any baby in the whole wide world would want to snuggle under this particular quilt. There are 12 quilts in all, and as I mentioned, there's different levels of difficulty. Now, I want to say that um, in C&T form, they always want to get me on the cover, and they did. They talked me into it, but you may not recognize me. It was many moons ago. <laughs> if you want to order an autographed copy, you can do it on my website. It's $14.95, I think. I better make sure that that's what it is. Oh, no, it's $16.95. I'm sorry. And I'd be happy to get it off in the mail to you. And or you can go to your local quilt shop. They'll be getting it in this month. Either way, let's make it our mission to make sure that all new babies that come into our lives are wrapped in love with a quilt made from you. Also, many times in the world of quilt making, if somebody comes out with a baby book, it's an announcement of one sort or another. Well, in my case, it's not. I'm not pregnant, nor is my daughter. I would say that I would prefer it to be the latter, but only in its proper order in time. Well... Until we meet and we quilters do get around, 
happy quilting. For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.